Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Preacher fans, the only dudes who could ever teach me were some guys who were preacher fans. Yes, they were. They were. Oh, yes, they were. That's a podcast theme right there. Guess what, guys? It's time to go to church because it's time for Preacher Men, the yes. church podcast. It's violent as fuck. That's my <laughs> church, man. That is Pete LePage's church. I'm Justin Tyler. I'm Pete. Uh, as we always say, and we are talking about season three of Preacher. That's right. Episode two, Sons of Bitches. Sons of Bitches, all one word. Yeah, uh, yep. That's how you spell it. Um, a little. Let's uh, get into a little recap uh, before we uh, break into the episode. Yeah, why don't you recap it for us? Uh, so our, our intrepid crew, uh, we have Jesse Custer, a preacher who has been gifted with the power of Genesis, where he can uh, tell people, make people do whatever he wants. Whatever he says they have to do. Uh, making him the Messiah. However, his powers have been glitching because mm-hmm. the Grail, a secret religious organization that controls the world religion, world's religions, has stolen a piece of his soul. Um, so that fucks up his powers. It fucks up his powers. Led by Hair Star, a one-eyed dude who you can't trust a one-eyed dude. What? Okay, you can. Yeah, you especially can. just for, not this one. Uh, yeah, not this guy. Yeah. I love Cyclops. Can be some of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. That's true. That's and, a good uh, point. Especially the X Men no, Cyclops. Nobody's talking about that guy. Especially he has two, he has two eyes. Huh? He's not a real Cyclops. His name's Cyclops. Yeah, but he's an asshole. You think he's lying to you because his name's Cyclops? Yep, exactly. Uh, so uh, Hairstar uh, has captured the soul. He's got a whole team of uh, soldiers and operatives out uh Making trouble for Jesse and his crew. Uh, we also have uh, Tulip, who, uh, as of last season, was dead. Um, right. That, that uh, last episode, she was brought back to life. She's Jesse's on again, off again. No, currently, just girlfriend. Currently dude. pretty off again. No, Let me be honest. no, stop saying that. I mean, when you die, that's like a breakup. So, like, they got to, like, get back together. No, man. No, no. A death is a breakup, dude. No, it is not. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Till Death to His Part? Yep. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, but they weren't married, so what the fuck are you talking about? But I'm just saying, that, 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 but death breaks up marriages, so this is just, a, they're just dating. Yeah, so that doesn't break it up. Uh, she is uh, a, she likes to shoot guns. She uh, is a beautiful woman she's in very every funny. sense of the word. Uh, and then uh, the third member of the team, Cassidy, an Irish vampire, um, and Art, uh, who is uh, likes to drink and do drugs and is in love with Tulip also, creating yep. a fucked up love triangle. Yeah. Um, and honestly... This is more of a love triangle than, you know, Betty and Archie type of situation. Uh, yeah, if you've been watching Riverdale, this is like... Uh, just like more of a, a more of yeah. that than is happening in Riverdale. Yeah. But there's also oh, a couple more deaths in this show uh, <laughs> as compared to Riverdale. I mean, honestly, not that many. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, at the beginning of the season, um, the trio was, uh, well, uh, Jesse and Cassie were rushing the dead tulip to Angelville, um, the area where Jesse uh, grew up uh, just outside of New Orleans in Louisiana, um, where we meet a uh, horrifying cast of characters. Uh, Jesse's grandmother, who um, is uh, sort of the local uh, witch, Witch. you can say. Uh, she uh, does does favors for the people, or did when Jesse was uh, young, right after he was born. She killed Jesse's mother, uh, or had people kill Jesse's mother. And uh, when they get there, the the area is pretty abandoned, and they are um, instantly trapped. Though they bring Tulip back to life. Uh, we meet Jody, uh, the big tough motherfucker yeah. who is seemingly very strong and uh, yeah, very powerful. Very powerful. And uh, before Jesse was so powerful nobody can fuck with him and like jody and and jesse fought and that was just uh, an insane fight yeah that jody had to get talked down where he was going to drop a car on jesse uh so uh, before we get into it pete um as a reader of the comic um mm-hmm. you know all the bad business yeah. uh that's going on are you you're terrified of angelville yeah, like I've rarely seen you like legit intimidated by uh, a place or a season of television. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's a scary place, and the people make it scarier. Because for me, there's nothing scarier than the backwoods type of like swamp people who are like crazy strong and crazy evil. And you know, know swamp people because you studied abroad in a swamp uh, in college. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're from the woods, but you sort of wanted to learn that swamp life. Yeah, that swamp life. That's, you know, that's a real thing. Yes. Uh, uh, great. Uh, I, uh, I, too, am very excited about this. We've only gotten a little taste of the Angelville uh, universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's jump in. We uh, start in the past um, at Angel- Angelville High with a young Jesse and the vice principal who is... Um, Sort of a pretty big scumbag here. Um, yeah. And he wants a girl that he, a high school girl that he hooked up with to forget about him because she's creating trouble for uh, his career path. For his career path. What a great he, he's, dude. He's trying to get a shot at VP of this high school. Um, but I think what we learn here is, uh, what we see here is Jesse learning how the business is done. Yeah. The business of doing the family, favors. The family kind of favor business. And, you know, then it's this thing of like, when you do somebody a favor, they got to pay you. And when they don't pay you, it's that classic thing of like, you know, you can let slide a little bit. But then if word gets out that you're, you know, you got to make an example of people, you know, you can't just let them not pay. Uh, it's funny how cavalier this uh, this potential vice principal is about. He's like, I'm a couple bucks short. What are yeah. you going to do about it? Yeah. And he learns very quickly a lot because uh, they grab him and he is tortured by some uh, odd machine. Pulls out your soul, bro. Yeah, it's a soul pulling machine yep. that uh, looks a lot like the the machine that ET used to phone home. <laughs> You think that's what E.T. was up to? Was he pulling souls? Oh, man. That would put a really fucked up twist on that movie. Yeah, I'm telling you. That movie everyone thinks is so fun. It's all about, like, uh, Reese's Pieces. Pieces. No, we're friends. Let's get drunk by accident. That alien was up to bad bad business. For my money, Reese's Pieces over M&M's all day. Yeah. uh, Honestly, I like both. No, I do. You wouldn't eat an M&M if I had one for you? No, I'm just saying if I had to choose, I'm choosing Reese's. Okay, but you turn away an M&M? I wouldn't turn away an M&M, but I like Reese's better. 
Got it. I learned so much more about you, and I just don't understand. Good. Uh, so um, we get a fun scene next uh, with Hairstar popping in for a visit with Krishna. Oh, yeah, the Krishna's, uh, it's a classic religious battle. Uh, so, yeah, so the first scene, it's just him showing up in uh, in robes, and we're like, what is oh, this about? Man. Well, let's jump ahead to the next. Uh, there's a massive uh, gunfight between Hairstar and his Krail agents. And, that was uh, hysterical. It was very funny. I, I laughed my ass off at this. Hari Krishna is uh, famous for being pretty chill and just yeah. want to sing and play tiny drums. Uh, turns out they keep guns under their the Mats. blankets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we get a very intense fight sequence where Star uh, feels betrayed by the Hari Krishna and ends up uh, killing all of the other Krishnas and then kicking um, him in the balls. Yeah. Uh, very fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the show is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but let's jump back and uh, deal with Jesse Tulip and Cassidy because we get a lot of Tulip's scenes. a little kind of hazy on the details and what's going on. Yeah, she's like, let me just chill, eat some consomme, uh, well, try to you, get my strength back. Yeah, when you come back from the dead, it's got to take a lot out of you. you yeah, know? you ever taken a nap in the afternoon that goes like a little too long? Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh man, what, <laughs> oh, what, what time what, is it, yeah, man? What, what's oh, going God. on? Yeah. Like, that's what Jesse or what Tulip feels like. Yeah. And I'm sure I totally it's just get like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I feel like my soul is in purgatory for a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, Jesse sees the machine that tore the, the ET machine that tore, tore that dude's soul out. Yeah. Um, a nice sort of uh, indicator of the torture that is maybe coming his way or oh, coming man. his uh, family's way. Uh, we get Tulip and Cassidy hanging out. Now, Pete, this love triangle. Yep. Uh, Cassidy I- feels more like he... He's like gets tulip, uh, Jesse and tulip. There's a, a scene here okay, where so what you're glazing over uh-huh. is that Jesse and tulip have spent their whole lives together. You know what I mean? You're seeing Cassidy and tulip, and it's the beginning. And Cassie, you know, in the beginning, you care and you hang on every word. It's fun. You know, yeah, yeah, it's great. So that's their kind of like you know early on period where Jesse and tulip. Are you know they've been together forever, so they yeah. have kind of a shorthand with each other. So like, but maybe Cassie's they're just friends. Been... Don't say that. Maybe they're just friends. They're not just friends. Well, I, I don't know if we know that. I mean, I agree with you. I did feel some heat when Jesse comes in. Tulip and Cassidy are hanging out. Jesse comes in. Yeah. You definitely feel a little bit of heat there, and Cassidy senses it, and he's like, "Yo." This is bullshit. I don't like this. And Tulip's like, what is going on yeah, here? She's like, what's going on with you guys? How does she not see this love triangle? Well, because she doesn't consider Cassidy a viable option. They had sex. Yeah, but that was, she was mad at Jesse and she was like, let's go. That still counts. And not in her world. Uh, what, were they on a break? Yeah. No, that doesn't count. I'm not agreeing with Tulip. I'm just saying from Tulip's point of view, she did this quick thing and never thought about it again, where it's all Cassidy thinks about. Okay, you think she's not thinking about it at all? Yeah. Uh, I think it's crazy that she doesn't understand that that's how uh, Cassidy would work and that Cassidy... Because Cassidy's behaving like a a teenager who is fighting with a a cooler kid, Jesse, for the girl that he likes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think you know what I feel about this love triangle. Yeah, I think I... But the problem is I've read the book, so I know more than you. Don't hold that knowledge over my head. Oh, that's what knowledge is. What are you, is. a matchmaker? 
That's what knowledge is? Yeah. No, it's not. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe the relationship will change. you don't know. Yeah, you're right, though. They might go in a different direction. That's what I'm talking about. This, yeah. this show has gone in to- so many different directions. Yeah, but it's stayed pretty true to the book. I guess we'll see. Uh, Jesse's testing Genesis, and it is glitching the fuck oh, out. Oh, yeah, dude. He almost gets hit by a car testing it. He clearly is dying for that power, that attention, that messiah. He literally has a messiah complex. Yep. Um, and so much so that he calls Hair Star to be like, hey, man, yeah. can you help me? Yeah. Um, which is... That uh, was a funny moment when he was like, I got your message. He yeah. just sits down at the table. That was pretty cool. Uh, and it, it's interesting because... They, like the reason that Tulip died was because of Hairstar. So I think we're setting up uh, a, a confrontation that is going to not work out so great. Yep. And we saw how it didn't work out because, you know, Tulip didn't trust what was happening and kind of ruined it. Uh, it does seem like in a, we see Jesse and uh, Cassidy have a little heart to heart and then Jesse ruins it by trying, trying to send him away. Yeah. I mean, why, I mean, what's Jesse supposed to do? You know, be like, Cassie, hey, I understand that you want to steal my love of my life away from me. But like, no, he's going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, but doesn't he needs Cassidy? He's Jesse is um, is powerless right now. He yeah, needs, that's true. He does. So yeah. I, it's an odd tactical choice, uh, I think. Yeah, but he's not thinking straight right now. He's jonesing for his power. Yeah. And I think he uh, he's about to make some mistakes. Oh, um, yeah. So we. Uh, we see uh, Tulip shooting some cans. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a fun field. scene. Uh, Jody comes over and blows up the fence. Yeah, uh, Jody's like, why don't you, you know, try this real gun? Uh, and uh, somehow Tulip sees uh, where sees this flash of green, a little ghillie suit, goes over there, goes hunting, and pulls up... Uh, what do you mean? How she see? You see it through the sniper rifle. No, I know, but she saw it, and then she knew exactly what it was. Well, it was, she she knew it was something and started running. It's crazy, though, when she catches the who yeah. it is, and it's the woman that got her killed. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun-ass moment. That's a crazy reveal. Yeah, uh, uh, that Flora was awesome. Featherstone, yep. uh, the Grail Lady, um, that was, did not see that coming. There's a lot of punching of her that goes on. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, you love punching, no matter yeah. what. Uh, any kind of punching. Um, Jesse, I feel like in this episode, Jesse is like right on the edge pretty much the whole time. He's got that like bruise on his face. He's in the middle. He's he's, stressed out. He's stressed out because he has to go back to the one place that he doesn't ever want to go back to. Angelville. Yeah. So he's on pins and needles about it and no, he needs his power so he can get out of there. He can't get anything past his grandma without that power. Yeah, so the uh, the death, uh, Tulip dying, put him in this horrible position, and now yeah. he is trying to, uh, like, rob Peter to pay Paul, as they say, mm-hmm. uh, very biblical, uh, to deal with all of these things. Um, and I think he's going to make a lot of mistakes before he uh, does anything good. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a Pete. You're on, always on the lookout for the Big Lebowski conversation. Oh, man, we get a, you beat me to it. Dude, it makes me so mad, but it's such a funny running bit how Cassie hates the big Lebowski and I can't disagree with them more but I love the fact that this is a bit that he keeps doing it is it, very funny uh, but I mean there, me so there are happy people, and so mad at the same there time there are people who are fans of the Coen Brothers early work like Miller's Crossing and they talk about here and they don't like Lebowski yeah I love that this Irish vampire is such an astute uh, <laughs> astute cinephile it's great 
Um, Pete, where does Big Lebowski rank in your favorite movies of all time? Power oh, it's rankings? definitely up there. What are you talking about? I mean, it's not like it's not one of those ones that I can always put it on. So you're, you're saying like it's not top like ten? No, I'm saying um, no. It's it's further down than like that. top thirty. Thirty four. Wow, you're not 50. even a fan of it. Why are you Dude, hard? What repping? are you talking about? I love Big Lebowski. It's not even in your top thirty. Are the top ten? Uh, I mean, I, for me, my top ten is Tommy Boy. Top back to back. No, it's just I. For me to be one of my favorites, I got to be able to like if it's on, the remote goes down and I'm not doing anything. Until Give me your top three. Your top two, whatever. Uh, it's Tommy Boy is definitely up there. Blues Brothers is definitely up there. Ghostbusters is definitely up there. Interesting. Yeah. Like comedies that you can watch over and over again. Actually, comedies, because I feel like when you see a comedy, you see, you get it a lot of the time. Yeah, but it's still fantastic. All right. Uh, uh, and let me just say, they're, they're, every time I've been to Pete LePage's house, Tommy Boy has been on the television. <laughs> You've only been twice. Well, US, that's so. still, the odds of that are pretty <laughs> stunning. Uh, so let's just remember that, um, how weird it is that that's what Pete watches on loop. My favorite movie, Joe vs. the Volcano. Dude, for real? Yeah, love that movie. That's hysterical. That's what says, says a lot about you, though. Exactly. Uh, we see this great organ grinder moment of Jody throwing random animals, Ooh. getting the juice, uh, the juiced carcasses uh, out, mostly blood, drinking it fresh out the body, and revealing that that's the consomme that Tulip has been drinking. Yeah. What a bummer. Why is that a bummer? Because she's been... Drinking blood. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what you need when you come back from the dead. Blood, animal blood? Uh, maybe. Dead and old? Those weren't fresh corpses. Those were old animals. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. What are you do, what are you, why are you you're so down with this? You're like, yeah, I've drank a little animal blood. <laughs> I'm not down with it. I you just, were so casual just now. Yeah, I know, but I, why are you so shocked that it's animal blood? I, what did you think was in that shady mason jar she was jigging out of? Yeah, I, I assumed it was blood. I, you assumed it was blood? That's yeah. a crazy first You've got time. a vampire walking around who drinks blood. You, Why if, wouldn't it be If blood? it was blood, the vampire would be like, hey, can I have a sip of that? That's yeah. my thing. Yeah. But she's. A, I thought it was just a lovely Cassie soup. Was also a drink. I thought it was a chill soup. <laughs> it's not a chill soup. It, you're, I, God, just think of all the blood that Pete has drank in his time. Um <laughs> Uh, Jesse betrays um, betrays our group by releasing the uh, captured Grail operatives. Um, he's trying to get a message to Star, uh, but Tulip to, to come help him. Tulip sees him. Um, yeah. This is the exact confrontation we don't want. Yeah, that's she made a choice without talking with Jesse, and it was the wrong choice, and it cost him getting his powers back. Yes, uh, that wait that eat a dick moment was hysterical. Yeah. The whole placebo thing. That was smart on his part to see what he would do. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, uh, he totally tricked him um, and really showed how Jesse, once he gets those powers back, he don't give a fuck. He don't. Well, yeah. why would you? Uh, Especially yeah. when you're back in the one place you don't want to be. And you get, a, you get a bigger picture of how creepy that place is when he has to get back to work. Um, yeah, there's a... There's a moment here where, uh, with, between Cass and Tulip, where, uh, where they're talking about how Jesse gave up his soul for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was interesting, um, showing the counterpoint of Jesse's bad decisions, but also they know how much he sacrificed for them, even though I think he's being pretty greedy. Dude, you watch your mouth. Jesse's being greedy. What are you talking about? Jesse's not being greedy. He's trying to get him out of the trap that he placed them in to bring Tulip back to life. He also wants his powers for selfish ends. 
No, he wants his power so he can get the fuck out of there. Mm, I don't think so. Dude, what are you, why are you so big picture on this? He wants I'm his powers always big picture. just so he can get the fuck out of Angelville. He wants his powers because he wants his powers. No. He, the only way you out of Angelville is through his powers. Yes. And he brought them to Angelville. Yeah, to save Tulip. I get that. But he has want, he's willing to betray his friends. No. What, what betray his friends were you talking Why about? Why didn't he sit down and talk to them about how he, he could reveal to them that he needs to get these powers back so they can escape? But he's not. He's keeping secrets how for them. How much time do you think he has away from his grandma where nobody's listening? Plenty of time. He's doing all sorts of little things. He's playing in the road with cars. Yeah, that toy car bomb thing was hysterical. Uh, yes. Uh, wait, well, we talk, we, we talk about the goat cannon. No, the we goat get a, cannon. That was amazing. We get a goat cannon. Yeah. Um, uh, we get, uh, Tulip seeing, she sees Jesse and star and then she has a flashback to, um, the human sexual dog moment. Yeah. Uh, which she is, remembers the fact that God talked to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now do you, when you're watching this, do you ever have a flashback to your time in the dog suit? I will fucking murder you. <laughs> Uh, I'm just That's a simple question A lot of people on Twitter Have been wanting me to ask you nope. that Yeah That's not true No truly The hashtag Pete the Poodle Check it out There's <laughs> nah, people People are clamoring People are stop. clamoring To Dude, find out Don't make don't, me Don't raise a fist at me Zalvin is not here To defend you So He's, I'd watch he your He doesn't defend mouth. me I think he makes it worse Um so, uh, hashtag Pete the Poodle, obviously. Stop it. What uh, was it, Justin the fucking Labradoodle? You don't even know what you're talking know. about. Yeah, because yeah. that one's fake, and this one about you is real. <laughs> it's not real, you fucking piece of shit. We get a little window here into how Grandma is controlling Jesse. Uh, she twists a knot and uh, cuts off his ability to breathe. Yeah. Um, and the episode basically ends with, uh, with Jesse like totally under a Grandma's thumb. Right, and he's mopping. He goes down into the tombs, which uh, seems not cool. Yeah. There's some dude chained up. Yeah. Which that's whenever I walk in the room. Now, when you saw that dude, who did that dude look like to you? Uh, You? No, he kind of looked like that vice principal guy, didn't he? Yes, he did. I think that's who it was. Yeah. Uh, But still, that's been a long time. He's been chained up there. Yeah. Uh, That's a captured soul. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anytime I walk in a room and there's a dude chained up, I'm like, something's not right here. Yeah. I usually run at that point. You run? Yeah. What if it's like, what if you're walking into a room and a dude's chained up in like a, I don't know, like a sexual dog way? <laughs> I run every time. Yeah. Run into the arms. No. Nope. Uh, so do you know, uh, as a fan of the comic book, do you know exactly what's happening here? Yes. Interesting. Um, because I don't, and um, I'm curious. I feel like we're going to reveal this to be a truly horrible, horrifying place. And Jesse is. It's at not the fa- already that for you? Well, I don't know what's in the darkness. Right, but how about the fact that there's a creepy lady who controls him all the time? That's not yes, enough? Yes, that's, that's bad. Yeah. Also, how I'll tell you Jody? what. Jody? I don't that's love... Jody seems like trouble. Okay. I'll tell you what, I don't like mopping either. Yeah. But I don't know how these things relate. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, very excited to find out. Um, the uh, show is unbelievable. Yes. Uh, unbelievably good. I'm so... Yes, I cannot wait for more. I'm so happy it's back. Uh, me too. I'm excited to see um, Cassidy and uh, Tulip hopefully get together. Now, what's what's hard about when they turn graphic novels into TV shows is you just want to be able to get through the whole thing. You know, it would suck if it didn't get picked up for a season and it kind of got 
it doesn't get to end, I think that would be very disappointing. I, I don't think we're uh, in, tr- in danger of that. I think the show is going strong. It's I think fun so too, but I'm just it's something that I worry about. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times AMC will check in with us at Preacher Men to just be like, "How's the podcast going?" Uh, because we are the biggest reflector of the success of the that show. That's not true. Okay, well, I guess we'll see. Well, we'll see. It would be nice if they reached out. Honestly, I feel like we could um, even if they cancel Preacher, I feel like we could continue to do episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Where you read the comic and then we react to it? No, where we just like, we still talk about it and we just guess what would be happening. Oh, uh, okay. Um, guys, that's the episode. Uh, what do you think is uh, coming up next uh, in the next episode of Preacher? Well, I think we're going to just find out more about how creepy Angelville is. The next episode is titled, Gonna Hurt. Ooh, it's gonna hurt, all right. It's gonna hurt. Um, that's not a good title for the next step. No. I mean, we have confrontations coming between every major character right yeah. now. We have confrontation between Jesse and Jody. We have a confrontation between uh, Jesse and Tulip. Jesse uh, and between Grandma, Jesse and Jesse Cassidy. And Cassidy. Cassidy and uh, Jesse and Star. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, Cassidy and Grandma, they're friends. Yeah, they seem like She owes get... him a favor. Yeah. That'd so be nice. That's fun. Yeah. Um, uh, guys, that's the show. Um, please check out um, the next episode of Preacher Men. Uh, a, we do a ton of other podcasts. We, right now we are running a Cloak and Dagger podcast called Cloak and Jabber. Uh, also our main podcast, Comic Book Club, uh, which is our live, the recording of our live show, which you can check out if you're in New York City every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Totally free. Totally free at the People's Improv Theater. You will walk out with free comics and potentially a $25 gift certificate and a firm handshake from Mr. Pete LePage. <laughs> Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Um, if you enjoy supporting uh, this and all of our work, please check us out at patreon.com slash comic book club. We are about to launch a bunch of great additional incentives um, like uh, special uh, podcasts, uh, bumper stickers. Um, we are uh, very close to doing T-shirts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, Fucking assholes. we will see you next week when we get back to our favorite place to be, the Preacher Church. Yeah. Amen. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.